program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Hello and welcome. I have a wonderful guest with me today. I have Reverend Dr. Iyanla Van Zandt. Her story reads like an epic adventure filled with near misses, struggle, strength, courage, and triumph. From her life's experiences, she has uncovered her life's purpose, discovered the power that lies within, and recovered her spiritual self, emerging as a living testament to God's prevailing peace, power, and presence. In doing so, she has touched numerous lives and received amazing accolades and awards for the power and impact of her work. She is hailed as one of Halle Berry's five sheroes from Glamour Magazine, one of the country's most influential African-American women uh, by Ebony Magazine, among the country's most 100 influential women of Women's Day, one of the most dynamic speakers in the United States by Emerge Magazine. She is a woman of passion, clear vision, and purpose, and she is a woman that I have had as a mentor and just greatly admire and see how my own life has evolved and changed just by having known her, just by having her touch my life. So I'd like to welcome Reverend Dr. Iyama Van Zandt to 1111 Talk Radio. Good evening, my love. How are you? I'm very, very good. And it's just such a thrill and an honor to have one of my greatest teachers and leaders and masters and gurus on, on my show. So thank you so much for being here. Well, I thank you for inviting me. We've been trying to do it for a while, so I'm glad we got it done. We have. We have. When someone is doing as much as you do in the world and staying so busy, it's, it's not a wonder that things have to take a little while to get done. How do you do everything you do? Because you write, you have an institute, you teach, you mentor, you have family. How do you do all of that? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I've never really thought about it. <laughs> uh, I, I think because a long, long time ago, I uh, really surrendered my life to God and just asked God to move through me, to work through me. Um, I try to make a practice of giving each day to God and asking what it is that I am to do. Um, setting a clear intention to be of service. And somehow or another, I, I just seem to get it done. You know, my best friend always says to me, you are not human. You, you, just, you cannot be human. <laughs> but I am. I am human. I just, I just surrender the day. And stuff happens. And that's one of the primary principles that you really speak to people about is that act of surrender and how important it is, and it's something that throughout your life, if anyone reads any of your numerous books, 
that have just sold millions of copies around the world. It seems there have been so many experiences in your life where you've had to do that surrender. Does that ever get easier? Does it ever stop? It never stops. I, I think it does get easier because you begin to recognize that there are some things that come into your life which make absolutely no sense at all <laughs> to the logical human mind. It's like, okay, this has got to be a lesson. This has got to be a healing. This has got to be something that's way beyond my realm of understanding. So let me just surrender. Let me not try to figure this out. Let me roll with it. Let me see what's going on because there just come those moments. I call them God jobs. And every now and then we get called to duty on a God job. And that means God is in charge and God is the team leader and God is the foreman. And, you know, we have to just follow that lead, that, that place, that, that intuition that we're being led by and being led to. With, with that kind of, of faith and connection to God that you have, how do you guide other individuals? So many of us, you know, are, are out there in the world, and there are a lot of people that say they have their faith and they say they rely on God, but they still hold on to their, uh, their struggles. They still hold on to their drama. They still try to control their relationships and their situations. How do you get to the place of really surrendering and realizing that you have to let God be in charge? Uh, you know, it's different for everyone, Simran. I, I, there's no real formula. I'm sure that you can share from in your in your own life those places where maybe you were being guided to surrender, but it was just so hard to let go. I know I certainly have been in that situation where, you know, I knew I needed to surrender, but I just wanted to try one more thing. <laughs> just let me just try this one more thing to to fix it, to change it, to to get it done, and. If you are really engaged in your spiritual practice, whatever that is, based on your faith, based on your trust in something greater than you, if you're really engaged in that spiritual practice, you will hit that place where you say, okay, I surrender. You just do. You recognize that you can't fix stuff. You can't change it. There's nothing you can do about it. And you've got to go through it and come out okay on the other side. And that's really what surrender is about. It's about giving up your attachment to the outcome, your attachment to what it needs to look like, your attachment to what you need to look like. It's just saying, I'm going to walk through this, and I'm going to come out okay on the other side. I don't know how, but I'm going to come out okay. And in, in having attended your institute, which is a powerful experience for individuals that want to do their own personal development and for those that want to go on to become spiritual life coaches or ministers, one of the main premises that you uh, really try to illustrate and guide people on from the beginning is the development of that daily practice. Yes, your daily practice where you turn your day over, you turn your life over, you turn your being over to something greater than yourself. Uh, we are so um, limited in our humanness and powerful in our divinity, yet we try to allow the humanness to guide and govern and rule when just a daily spiritual practice where you get still, where you check in, where you, I call it the divine hookup, where you get hooked up, where that intuitive voice becomes stronger, where that third eye vision becomes clearer. Uh, that's the result of an, in, just like any relationship, just like you have a relationship with your spouse or your lover or your sister or your parent, 
any relationship grows and deepens and becomes more meaningful to you based on your daily uh, interaction in that relationship. And your spiritual practice is developing a relationship with your higher self and your divine self. For those individuals that don't have a daily practice currently, is a daily practice something that is going to help them just get still and connect to the source, or does it raise their vibration enough that they remember their connection to the source? How does this help in the evolution of a person? I think it does both things. It does uh, get you still enough so that you can connect, and it does raise your vibration because it stills the mind. It also helps you remember because everything that you ever knew, anything that you ever need to know, you know. It's inside of you. You know, and I always say, and I'm sure you've heard me say, the good news is you will never be any more spiritual than you are right now. And the bad news is you will never be any more spiritual than you are right now. (laughs) The thing that you can do is deepen your awareness of your connection to spirit, deepen your awareness and your reliance on spirit, and that's what your daily spiritual practice does. And in in that daily spiritual practice, one other premise that you very much illustrate for people and try to guide them on is also how important the intention is, how important it is to really create our lives. You've got to, um, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer wrote about it in his book, The Power of Intention. Jerry and Esther Hicks write about it in, in The Power of Deliberate Intent. I mean, everybody's talking about intention, intention, where you direct your mind. You know, I say it a little more, I have a little more common vernacular, and I say where your mind goes, your behind follows. So <laughs> you want to point your mind in the direction that you want your behind to end up. Uh, and, and that is the power of intention, just staying focused. It's like a laser beam to your destiny, to your goal, to your, uh, the outcome that you desire. So intention is very, very important. And is intention something that a person is doing from just saying it or just thinking it? Or is this something that only conscious people do? Do we have intentions even if we don't realize we're having intentions? Absolutely. Absolutely, you know, and sometimes we those intentions that we don't know we have are those little nasty ones like, you know, she needs to fall and break her neck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or she needs to, you know, lose this, or they need to, something needs to happen. All of those little things, that those little nasty things that we utter about people and about ourselves, those intentions, because it's the focus of the mind. And even the things we intend, oh, this is not going to happen, that's an intention. This can't happen. That's an intention because it's where we're focusing our mind. And the mind is so powerful that all you need is a thought because everything is created from thought. So wherever you send that thought, however you structure that thought, whether you call it a formal intention or not, oh, you are in the creative process. We're always in the creative process. Yes, absolutely. From the time you wake up in the morning, the the creative process begins. It's really, really powerful, and that's another aspect of the work that you bring through the Institute is really teaching people how to create their life, how to really utilize and manifest in that creative process through many different wonderful tools that are in there. Are men and women different in how they do that, in their approach to that? Is the feminine and the masculine approach just different to all of this, to spirituality, to intention, to daily practices, or are in the end we really are the same? 
No, I, I do think the approach is different based on our gender expression. Um, women probably have a, a easier time connecting with something at the heart level, the emotional level, um, and, and don't necessarily always have to have the logical pieces in place. Men really need the logical pieces in place and may have a more difficult time connecting with it at the heart level. That's just how we're built. But the truth is, to be in a divine creative process, you have to have the masculine and the feminine, the mind and the heart coming together, you know, so that you can create that orgasmic kind of experience of having your desires realized. And, and that's the challenge for us, getting our head and our heart to be in agreement with one another. Getting our head and our hearts to be in agreement with one another is one of the wonderful gifts that Ayanla Van Zant brings to her students, brings to the people that have read her books, and all of the many workshops and speaking engagements that she performs. Reverend Dr. Van Zant travels globally and has appeared on the NBC daytime drama Starting Over. She passionately delivers her special brand of self-empowerment and inspiration to others. As the founder and director of InterVision's Institute of Spiritual Development, she shares her knowledge of universal principle and law, Eastern and Western spiritual, religious, traditional te teachings, and the truth of unconditional love to motivate others so that we create better lives, better communities, and a better world. You can find more about her at her website, innervisionsworldwide.com. That's innervisionsworldwide.com. And we'll be right back with Reverend Dr. Iyama Van Zandt. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Reverend Dr. Iyama Van Zandt was born Rhonda Fleming in 1953 in the back of a taxi cab in Brooklyn, New York. She lost her mother to cancer at age two and was sent to live with her grandmother. After a severe beating by her grandmother, she went to live with her father and stepmother and was shuffled around until she found herself repeatedly raped by an aunt's husband. She tried to tell of the abuse each time, but her voice was never heard. And by the teen years, she had a life filled with pregnancy, abuse, and loneliness two marriages, three children, a nervous breakdown, and decided that there was no more life to be had. That happens to be the story, but that's not who she is. This woman is courageous. She's daring. She's a visionary. She's a passion, a voice, and a vision, and she has touched many, many lives all over the world through her books, her CDs, her speaking engagements, her workshops, her podcasts, her stimulus email, all of the different things that are her creative expression. She has founded InterVisions Institute for Spiritual Development, has been a life coach on several television shows and series, and the host of her own show, The Ayama Show. She's been written up in numerous magazines, including 1111 Magazine, and she is continuing to be that act of expression for men and women everywhere, in addition to grandchildren, family, friends, and all those that come in contact with her. Welcome back, Ayama. We were speaking about the masculine and feminine and how men and women are different, and we're at a time now particularly where they're saying that there's a blending of that that has to occur, a a real divine union within the individual of the masculine and feminine. Tell me a little bit of your thoughts on that and and how how that is affected by our spiritual practice, how we affect the world by combining those two energy forces. Well, I, I do think that it is time to bring it, bring those two forces together. At the, at the spiritual level, again, it's about getting the head and the heart in, in agreement. How many times do you think one thing, but you feel something else? How many times do we agree with things that we don't agree, agree to? You know, we'll say yes to something when we really want to say no. And that creates a schism or a, a separation between the, 
uh, emotional energy and the mental energy. And what we want to do in our lives, and, and which is very much supported in your spiritual practice, is to bring the head and the heart into alignment so that your thoughts are supported by your emotional experience and your emotional experience is supported by your thoughts. That's what is called peace. <laughs> when your head and your heart are in alignment, that's called peace, that's called love, that's called joy. And at the physical level, yeah, bringing men and women together in a different way, uh, bringing men and women together where we, we can support and encourage and affirm and acknowledge one another, lift each other up. And, and sometimes I think in our relationships with one another, men and women, we become competitive, we become adversaries, we become um, enemies, you know, and, and that does have an impact on the world. I read sometime, uh, someplace one time where it said that every tear that's shed by one person causes another 1,000 people to cry. Hmm. They may not even know why they're crying, but your upset vibrates throughout the world. You know, when we sneeze today, those germs manifest in China tomorrow. Uh, that's how deeply connected we are. So we really do want to begin to come together in a much higher, much more sacred way, both at the spiritual level within ourselves and at the physical level between the masculine and the feminine energy. And that's so profound what you just said, it, even just the example of the sneeze, because I don't think many people realize how impactful we each are. So often we tend to keep ourselves small or think ourselves small and don't realize that we are touching people in many different ways from the sneeze to the way we speak to the way we act. And sometimes we don't even know who we're touching. Yeah. Well, you know, I think a very recent ex um, example of that is the, is the earthquake in Haiti and how, you know, how many of us have ever been to Haiti? How many of us even know someone who's of Haitian descent? And yet when we saw those images and when we heard the outcry, something, in, and I, I'm going to say most people, you know, we were just pulled to do something, whether it was donate something, whether it was clean out your closet and ship what you, you could away. That's a demonstration of the oneness that exists between us all. And, and we need to live like that all the time without the tragedy, you know, without the earthquake or without the Katrina or without the 9-11. We need to live in a way where we're always looking out and saying, I matter to you and you matter to me. And I want to come together with you and support you and encourage you. And we can do it, and we do it all the time. Why do we give to the Red Cross? We never know where that money is going. Who knows, you know? Why do we give to the Cancer Foundation or St. Jude's Hospital? It's because we know at a very deep place within ourselves that what we give to others, we're really just giving to ourselves. And whether or not we need that particular service at that particular time, Somehow what we give is going to come back to us. We know it. We just forget. Absolutely. And I, I know that when that issue happened, as, as with many issues that occurred, your organization, Intervisions, right away stepped up and started doing something on their behalf, as, as you always do. With all of the shifts that are occurring and these, these earthquakes and tsunamis and different things that are happening, is there an explanation to some of that? You speak about, and you've so often said it's only you and God in the room, or you've often you know, taught people that everything is a mirror to us. So what are these events really trying to show to us as humanity? 
Well, if I had to take a guess, I mean, you didn't hear it from, you, it's not gospel. This is life according to Iyamla. You don't have to take it, you know, and try to look it up on the Internet and see if it's real. I, I just think that everything we're seeing is a demonstration of the violence we hold in our hearts and our minds, the violence we have towards one another, whether we give someone a nasty look or whether we scream at our children or whether we cheat on our spouse. It's all consciousness. And... You know, we live in one great big mind, one great big universe of energy. And everything that we think, everything that we say, everything that we do becomes like a, um, a, a, an energy field. And there's so much anger in, in the world, and there's so much hatred in the world, and there's so much violence in the world, and there's so much rage. And, and we hold that in our thought. And we may act it out in our little ways in Little Rock, Arkansas, or Greenboro, South Carolina, or Brooklyn, New York, or, you know, Haiti, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. But eventually that stuff just becomes palatable in the, in the environment. And I, I really think the universe is saying, let me show you what it looks like. Let me show you what your meanness, your ugliness, your separation, your violence, your rage, let me show you what it looks like. But, of course, we then become helpless. Oh, Lord, this is happening to me. Oh, Katrina, oh, the earthquake, oh, the tsunami. But we don't understand how killing we are with our thoughts every day and our words. Absolutely. And, and even just the believing of our stories, our sad, sad stories that we want to cling on to and then project outward to other people. Yeah. You know, how long are you going to stay angry at your mother? I heard someone say, you know, just complaining, and they were talking about their mother and how their mother hates them and how their mother's this and that and the mother and the mother and the mother and the mother. And, of course, as a mom and a grandmom, I was just, like, totally appalled. Um, and, and, I, and this person was very young, like 22. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know what? If for no other reason she fed and clothed you for 18 years, you don't have a right four years later to have that conversation about your mom. You just don't have that right. Can you tell me she beat you, left you in the woods with the wolves? I mean, come on. <laughs> You're living in her house. She's paying all the bills, and this is how you talking about your mother? How violent. How violent. It's violent. But we don't recognize that. We think that, you know, it's just who we are and what we have to do. It is violent, and, and when we do that, when we have to focus so much on another person and what they've done to us or so much on other issues or gossiping about people, what is it that we're trying to run away from from ourselves? Well, it's you. It's a part of you. It's a part of you that you don't like. It's a part of you that you can't accept. It's a part of you that you're still angry at. It's all a part of you, and as you say, I, I believe, you know, there's no one in the room but me and God. So everything I see is either a reflection of me or a reflection of God. It just, it just is. When we did a, a really powerful interview uh, in, in the first year of 11-11, you spoke a lot about how people do not know how to be alone, that it just, it, it's, it's got this stigma to it as if it's bad or it's frightening or it's not normal or we're just not supposed to be by ourselves, and... Is, is that part of the reason, is the technology part of the reason we can't be alone, or are we using that stuff to, to continue to run away from ourselves? So now not only do we have the gossip and the judgment and the stories that we tell, now we have all this other stuff to assist us in not really seeing ourselves. 
Yeah, I, I do believe uh, that the technology, the television, the, you know, the Q-Pod or the E-Pod, whatever the pod is, whatever the <laughs> thing is, and that it just keeps our minds busy, racing, moving all the time. And as long as the mind is occupied, as long as the conscious mind is in charge and running and moving and jumping, you really can't hear that still, small voice. You really can't get still. And what happens when people start to get still is all of the toxins, the emotional toxins, the mental toxins, start to come to the surface. And we feel very uncomfortable, so we start moving. We want to get busy. We want to override that. But in order to truly experience stillness, you're going to have to go through that period where those toxins, those dark thoughts, those scary thoughts, those frightening thoughts, you allow them to come up and dissipate. Because if you just sit in them long enough, you'll see they're just like bubbles of air. They'll burst. They'll go on and you'll have another level of experience. And that's one of the reasons that I've really um, been working a lot with and teaching and, and doing individual sessions with Meridian tap ther- Tapping Therapy because it really helps people move energy. Um, well, and I would like to talk about that type of therapy when we get back from this commercial break. Sure. I'm here with Reverend Dr. Iyama Van Zant, the founder and visionary leader of InterVisions Institute for Spiritual Development. She is the author of numerous best-selling books and has sold millions of copies around the world of such books like Tapping the Power Within, One Day My Soul Opened Up, Acts of Faith, Yesterday I Cried, numerous other books and CDs. You can find out more about her on the InterVisionsWorldwide.com website, www.intervisionsworldwide.com, and we'll be right back with Dr. Reverend Iyama Venzan. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. 
CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Yama Van Zandt's greatest courage was pulling the threads out of the quilt of her life, dismantling it, and not knowing how to make a new one. This is what she teaches to other people. Her greatest desire is for people to know who they are from the inside out and use that knowledge as a tool of empowerment and love. Her founding institute, called InterVisions Institute for Spiritual Development, enhances the ability of all individuals to fulfill their greatest potential on this physical plane by providing people with tools, information, products, and services that facilitate healing the mind, body, and spirit. It is a space where they impart information that lends to personal transformation, supporting the creation of a world where people live in freedom, total acceptance of one another through the power of unconditional love. And everything that Yama puts her hands on seems to have that essence because that is her essence. We were talking before we had to break about, um, you were speaking about meridian therapy. Yeah. You know, so many of us have um, energy in our body that is, is just stuck. It's old energy. And I explained it like this. I said, when you were just a zygote before you were even an embryo or a fetus in your mother's womb, when your ears began to form, you know, they were just holes in the side of this um, portion of your body that would ultimately become your head. When your heart started beating and your brain started functioning, you had these little holes in the side of your head, and you heard sounds. You didn't know it was hearing at that time. But the first sound you hear is the beat of your mother's heart, and the second sound is her voice. Now, if there were... If there was fear in her voice and in her body, if there was stress, anxiety, all of that energy is going into the formation of your bones, your skin, your hair follicles. It had nothing to do with you. You know, she may have been upset with your father. She may have been in a stressful experience in her own living. All of that is it's built into our bodies. And then we're born between the sounds we hear and the things we see and the experiences we have. We have this electromagnetic response within our body. And, and there's no way for us to ex- express that except maybe we cry or maybe we'll have a temper tantrum or maybe we'll fall out as children and then we get older and we don't know the appropriate ways to express this electromagnetic energy as it gets stirred up in our body. So that energy gets stuck. You know, we have stuck in our body the first time we were frightened. The first time our feelings were hurt, the first time someone disappointed you, that energy is in your body. And as that energy stays in your body, any thought that you have can trigger that energy. And once that energy gets triggered, then you create now an emotion. So many of us have 
I call it uh, emotional constipation. <laughs> we can't get those energies and that those memories moving. But there's this incredible science and art called meridian tapping. You may know of it as EFT, emotional freedom technique. Absolutely. Where we move on the meridians and we move the energy in the meridians simply by tapping. It's based on the same principle of acupuncture, which is a 4,000-year-old scientific art form. It's based on the same principles of acupressure. It's based on the same principles as conscious breathing, which moves energy through your body. So I've really been doing a lot more meridian tapping work, because, particularly with the increase of depression among people, particularly women and teens, the increase of just emotional rage. You know, we have road rage. Then we have snow rage. <laughs> People were angry because of the snow and, you know, wrecking each other's car. Just, it's just energy. So with Meridian Tapping Therapy, I'm able to support people in moving energy through their body, releasing it, releasing it so that we don't continue to have those negative emotions. Because we have to go to the energy now. We can't just do it with books and, and you know, affirmation and making vision boards. We've got to start moving some energy. Well, it's our personal responsibility to really avail ourselves of the many different methods that exist. And there are many different types of modalities that can support us. Some will resonate and some will not. But there is some science now being find, found behind many of these as well, it, it seems as if scientists and even some in the medical profession are starting to recognize many of these things as very valid. Well, most of them are ancient sciences and techniques. In some cases, you have to know what you're looking for in order to find it. In other cases, all you have to do is surrender and be open and call forth your healing. And whatever you need, whatever modality, whatever information you need will come to you. It will. I mean, when I think about what in the world am I, where did I find meridian tapping? <laughs> How did I find that? I wasn't looking for meridian tapping. I didn't even know I needed it. But because I was open and because I surrendered the day and I set a clear intention to be healed, everything that I knew came to me. Well, one point I'd like to bring up is you said you found meridian tapping and you do it for yourself. And so many individuals will say, you know, I, I healed that issue or I forgave that person or I've done that work. And to see someone that is such as you that has done so much work and has become so evolved and enlightened and has so much to share with the world and so many others, a lot of people would think you don't have any more work left to do. I'm still in a body. As long as I'm in, as long as you are in a body, you have work to do. The only time you stop having work to do is when you're no longer in the body, when you're now in the ground, in the box, in the ground. As long as you're here, I mean, we're here to perfect ourselves. That's what the whole purpose of this is about. That's what we come here for. So I'm glad I have work because if I didn't have any work, I wouldn't be here, and I would send <laughs> all the wonderful shoe sales. And all the wonderful shoe sales, that's yeah. right. You know, that, that is a big part of you, the, the humor side of you, that, that funny side of you. And I know you've said before that you never thought you were that funny, but you are, and you bring that, whether it's to your students or whether it's on an interview, you seem to bring that piece forward. And I've noticed that oftentimes other people, as they become spiritually evolved, they are able to either access that humor or they just bring it more into their life. Oh, dry as toast. <laughs> <laughs> 
dry as toast. I'm like, oh, please, could you just tell a joke? (laughs) Well, you know, because, uh, you know, to me, I I think life is a blast. I mean, really. I I think, you know, when I think about my life and, uh, you know, what it could have been and what it is, when I think about people and who they think they are and how I see them, when I think about myself, you know, I'm like, this is really, I can't imagine anything I'd rather be doing than living because life is a blast and you really have to find something to laugh about and you have to find some way to keep yourself just, you know, prepared and ready to, to do the next thing. Otherwise, it, it just, it's not worth it. And how have you, or how important has it been to not only just share this information with uh, I think you began as sharing it just with women of color, but now it seems that you have women of all colors that are People coming, and you colors. also have men, and you are also working with teens. How is it that we do move from that place of, of the me to the next place of the we, my people, to the next place of all, really encompassing a community that is much grander than what we would have expected initially. Well, well, you know, it's just like a child. You know, when it, when a baby is born, it knows the parameter of its crib. And then it grows and it knows the parameter of the playpen. Then it grows and it gets in the walker and it knows the parameter of the, you know, wherever the walker can take it. Then it knows the parameter of its house. Then the park. Then the kindergarten classroom. You know, so we grow. and And that's what life is about. And as you grow and as you release more, you can take in more, and as you take in more, you're stimulated to more. So it's, it's all a growing, learning, healing process. And the other thing that, that I'm very clear about is like draws like. Like minds, like interests, like experiences draws. You, like draws like. So when I started this work 28 years ago, I was a newly empowered woman of African-American descent, African-American and Native American descent. So, of course, I wanted to share that with my community. That was my responsibility. That was my duty to share with my sisters. But then my sister circle grew, and now it's my still my responsibility to share with my sisters. But my community is now the world community. It's not just the African-American community or the Native American community or the Latin community. Now it's a, it's a much broader experience. And with a clear mission, Ayama Van Zant founded InterVisions Institute for Spiritual Development. Through this vehicle, she also does numerous other types of workshops and events, including her iUniversal Stimulus email that goes out to many, many people, touching them, helping and supporting them. The Wonder Woman Weekend, which happens at least a couple of times a year. The Spirit of Man Workshop and the Ways We Love Workshops. She also works with younger individuals and teens that don't give it away workshops. She has offered from very small classes in the beginning, focusing on transforming difficult experiences into empowering lessons, to helping people find victory. She has blossomed in her visions into a multifaceted training program that offers certification in mastery of life skills, life coaching, and ministerial ordination. You can find out more at InnerVisionsWorldwide.com. That's InnerVisionsWorldwide.com. We'll be right back with the illustrious, beautiful, wonderful, masterful Iyama Van Zandt.
awakened media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network, 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Listening on a higher dimension, 7th Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. I am with Young Van Zandt. She is the founder of Innovations Institute for Spiritual Development and also has numerous other vehicles to support individuals in their empowerment, personal growth, and self-development, in, including a stimulus webinar, which occurs the first Monday of every month to support people in growing their finances and manifestation. Wonder Woman Weekend is April 23rd through 25th in Silver Springs, Maryland, 
the Spirit of Man workshop, May 28th through 30th, Silver Spring, Maryland, and the Rites of Passage Sacred Healing is July 25th through 30th at Rhinebeck, New York, Omega. And you can find out more about any of those events or get registered by going to the innervisionsworldwide.com website. In addition to her program on personal development, which is a two-year program, or the spiritual life coaching and ministerial programs that exist for those individuals that really want to take charge of their life and grow in a tremendous way. Yama, you you have a lot of different offerings that you you give people, and those were some of the ones that were mentioned. I personally have experienced a Wonder Woman weekend, and it is one of the most powerful experiences and gifts that a woman, wherever they are in life, can give themselves. Tell a little bit about each one of those, if you'd like, and and, um, how this really affects an individual's life, how they create the shift in their life. Well, I think for me, Wonder Woman started from my own need to just have a sacred space to really kind of let my spiritual hair down, if you will, (laughs) and take a look at myself and be present with my own feelings. And and the process really unfolded from there, and I shared it with my daughter and a few friends. And and then it's now Wonder Woman. We do two Wonder Womans a year, one in April, one in October, and it's now 14 years old that we've been doing this. It started out as Tapping the Power Within, and now we call it the Wonder Woman Weekend because when you leave that workshop, you really are prepared to shift into a wonderful life, and it's the life that honors who you are. But you have some more information now about who you are and how you do and why you do what you do. The Spirit of a Man I created because it's been my experience that men don't really have many safe places where they can go to just be nurtured and supported and to grow in their spiritual stamina, their spiritual character, their spiritual muscular musculature, if you will, uh, to grow those spiritual muscles because men are expected to be it all, do it all, have it all, know it all. And so we have provided this weekend as a safe place for men to come, to gather, to get some support, and to really deepen their spiritual connection. Rites of Passage is, for me, uh, as a, both an, a descendant of Africans and of Native Americans, it's a sacred ceremony. You know, we move from lifespan to lifespan, from our teens to our 20s, from our 20s to our 30s, from our 30s to our 40s, and so on, without really ever taking a pause to celebrate that decade, that experience of our life. And what I know is that every single experience of our life, every span of our life has a gift, it has a lesson, it has a blessing, it has a challenge, and it has a purpose. And so in the rites of passage, we work in our clans, our 20 clans, our 30 clan, our 40, 50, 60 clan, and we learn those things about that age stage. And since some of us are 50 or 40, and we didn't know the gifts of our 20s, We didn't know the lesson of our 30s. We don't know the the purpose of our 40s and our 50s. So it's a time for women to come together and to get very clear about where they are in life, the steps that they will need to take, and also the steps that they missed so that when they face experiences in life, they have some tools to deal with them. Well, and and they are fabulous programs, and I I just have to give my own testimony because really... InterVisions Institute showed up for me at a time where it was exactly what I needed. It was the support system, the loving environment, the beautiful community, 
and all of the principles and tools and everything that was necessary for me at that time because we're always led to exactly where we are. But I think it's one of the biggest gifts that an individual can give themselves to to really connect to any or all of the offerings that InterVisions Worldwide has. So I really uh, urge my listeners to take the time to go to that website, InterVisionsWorldwide.com, and definitely peruse it and see what in there really resonates with you. And care enough about yourself to, to just take that step. Just care enough about yourself to give yourself something because so often we think someone else is going to do it for us, but it's actually waiting there for us to do for ourselves, isn't it, Iyama? Yes. You know, one of the things that I say to people when they call about workshops, I say, you know, the best way to live your life is to invest in it. You know, invest in your living, invest in your healing, invest in your growing, invest in your vision. And whether it's an inner visions workshop or it's a Believe 1111 workshop, whatever it is, you can't just live your life. You have to invest it. And the best thing to invest it in is in yourself. You know, invest yourself in your life and do those things that will pay you powerful and generous dividends. Well, you have done so much in your life between the books, the CDs, the workshops, the institute. What's on the horizon for you? What is, what is there left that you desire to really do? Oh, I desire to scrapbook five days out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit and make my scrapbooks. Um, you know, I, I don't know. And one of the things that I've learned is it's, it's so best to let life be an adventure and see what shows up for you. I, I think that I will write again. Um, I, I probably will do some television again. I'll probably do some radio again. And I'll see what shows up. And, you know, whatever shows up, I will give it my 100% excellent best and um, just let it roll from there. I don't need another plan. I do not need another plan in this moment. My intention is to be of, of service, the highest and the greatest service that I can be with all of the lessons and blessings that the Creator has given me. So I let the Creator give me my assignments. You know, when a, when a, a soldier is being shipped out, he doesn't get to say where he's going. He just gets his, his orders, and he's gone, you know? So that's, that's where I'm at right now. Send me my orders, Lord, and I'll, I'll get on the boat. <laughs> that is absolutely wonderful, absolutely wonderful. I um, would like to mention that you had a reprint and release of the, uh, the Tapping the Power Within, and that is out and available for people, along with all of your other books and CDs. They can check in on your website to get those. They can check in on my website. Uh, they can check their local book dealer. You know, and come out. Come out and do something with us. Monday, the first Monday of the month, we have an online webinar. This month we're talking, as you said, about finances because everybody is so freaked out right now about the state of the economy. My question is, what is the state of your economy? What is your joy economy? What is your love economy? What is your wisdom economy? You have an economy that doesn't have anything to do with what's happening down on Wall Street. And if we build that economy, then all of the finances and resources that we need will manifest in our lives. So that webinar takes, first, takes place the first Monday of every month. We've done four. This is our fifth. May will be our sixth. No, we've done three. This is our fourth. May will be our fifth. So, you know, invest in that and come in here and get some information and then do the work. Yeah, I know you know, Cimarron, all of this stuff is for naught 
you and I could be talking on this radio show till our lips fall off. But if people aren't willing to do the work, nothing's going to change. And Nothing that is the wisdom of Ayanla Van Zandt. Connect to her at InnervisionsWorldwide.com. And join me next week. My guest is Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. And we're going to be discussing her latest book and workshop and a lot of her life as well. So I look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much, Ayama, for gracing 1111 Talk Radio. I uh, was very excited to have you on, and I urge my listeners to take part in anything that Ayama Van Zandt puts together because you will grow and empower yourself just as Simran Singh has with 1111 Magazine and 1111 Talk Radio, those babies birthed from Inner Visions Institute. I'll see you next week. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the seventh wave network for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit seventhwavenetwork.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and and management.